violence in Thames is not hosted by medical professionals. Hello and welcome to Pads and Tams, a totally free-flowing podcast about reproductive health and most importantly, prevention. I am Amy and I am your host. I go by AR pronouns and I have PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Hello. I <laughs> Hello, I am Jay Hall. I use all pronouns. I don't have PCOS or post-chromatic ovarian disorder or PCOS. Thank you. Oh, and I am your co-host. That is a perfect introduction to what this episode's going to be, which um this if um this episode's going to be me answering Jay's questions. Mm-hmm. about reproductive health uh, questions that many of you might have many of you might not have because you're actually normal and paid attention in biology class um, I took anatomy not biology anatomy is the same thing <laughs> stupid no, it's not. anatomy is more based on the human body biology is just based on every organism but anatomy was easier okay so I asked Jay to ask questions, write them down, and I will answer them. I will be Googling questions and stuff like that, answers if I don't know the answer. But I will be giving everybody a trigger warning to cursing. This is post-editing Amy, and I'm here to tell you that we also discussed birthing and eating disorders. So please be aware of the topics that we'll be talking about. I don't think I cussed. Did I? No, but you did I- say the word... Oh, I did. <laughs> so, let's start. Jay, would you like to ask your first question? Okay. Question number one. What does it feel like in the moments before a period? So, a lot of people have PMS, mm-hmm. which is premenstrual syndrome mm-hmm. or symptom. Depends, really. PMS is when you can feel cramps on your stomach from the period. I personally feel a lack of energy, fatigue mostly, and also I can sometimes feel like the blood is coming out of me, acidity, like heartburn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it depends really from person to person. A lot of people have PMS, which is just like a bad, you know, emotions and all that stuff. Um, anger, hunger, fatigue mostly. It's it's anything that anything that you feel during your period feel it before i have severe cramps before my period not after but before okay so how do you determine that's that's moments before your period or and not just you being you you can ask well a lot of girls you can ask a lot of people about it and they're gonna say that they can actually physically feel the blood coming out and that doesn't happen to me because I have a very light first day and then 30 minutes after I find out, it's everything. But I know that I'm getting my period when I have cramping and I feel fatigued. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people can feel cramp and fatigue, but that doesn't mean that they're going to get their period. That's just a PMS. It means that it's coming. It doesn't mean that it's like a day before. I usually get that the day before. Okay. Now you say you can feel or... Some some can feel the blood coming mm-hmm. or coming out. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Do you mean like you feel the blood coming down your pants? Like 
piss because no. if that's the case, I would I think I would be able to feel the piss coming down my leg <laughs> or at least no. see it. It cannot feel it like piss. It just you I don't even know how to explain it. You just feel like something's coming out of your uterus. Oh, so it's still inside your body. Yeah. Okay. But you can feel it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. Like when you're like when you ate something and then you like lay down and you feel the food like slosh around. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a perfect explanation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's... that's why I took anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and ask your next question and let's see how much attention you pay to anatomy. I did. Uh, when Question number two. When does your body stop having periods? Because when I asked my straight friend Eli, he said that it's whenever you have a baby. But if that is true, then with that logic, you can be 90 and still have periods. Also, I want everyone to know that the question actually says, I asked my straight male friend. Because you don't know Eli. <laughs> right. So I'm just going to specify that straight mm-hmm. male friend. So, I have straight male friends. <laughs> that is such a weird question, and I never thought I was going to get that question, but it's, I'm thankful that I did. So you get your period until a certain age. There's, I want to say, two ways to get rid of your period. Well, mm-hmm. three, technically. So um, Is one of them to get rid of the uterus? Yes. I knew it. So See, I took anatomy. You don't get your period when, you have, when you're pregnant, right? You can't bleed because... There's a baby in the way. Yes and no. Because the reason why you get your period is because your body releases an egg to be fertilized every month. Mm-hmm. And then when that egg is not fertilized, then it's your body being like, okay, we have to let it go because it wasn't fertilized and wait till the next month. We, that's why we say like your body is mad at you because you didn't give them a baby. Because you didn't give a baby, you bleed. Mm-hmm. And when you do give out a baby, you don't, you don't bleed. And, and I mean, technic- some people, my mom specifically told me that some people, like some women, when they have a baby, they don't bleed for like three months after. It, it really depends on from case to case. A, a lot of gynecology is dependable from person to person because my PCOS symptoms are not the same from my mom's PCOS symptoms or my sister's PCOS symptoms. Or like somebody else's endo is not the same as another person's endo, right? It's mm-hmm. not the same thing. It's not the same. Like it depends case to case. So uh, it, it really depends. But you are still going to get your period after you have a baby. You're going to get it. One of the ways that you can stop having a period is when you remove the uterus as a hysterectomy. And a lot of women get a hysterectomy because they have ovarian cancer or they have ovarian problems and they can't handle the pain of a period so they get the hysterectomy in El Salvador it's very common that moms get a hysterectomy because of uh, the lack of medication and, and the care of medication that there was like how bad cesareans and all that stuff was done botched surgeries that's what I meant to say botched surgeries so they usually get mastectomies at the age of like 45 because of the pain of the scarring and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the second way you cannot get your period is through tying your tubes or cutting your tubes. And Question, follow up. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a tube? Are you fucking kidding me? Because in my head, I think... Do you know what an ovary... ovary uh, 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 do you know what a uterus looks like? 
I think. Can you type uterus? I don't know if I can spell it. Okay, so <laughs> uter uterus. Thank you, Sam. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you giving me that meme. I'm sorry, not the meme, the pun. So this is a uterus. <laughs> I kind of had the right idea. Okay. You can look at it. I'm going to test you. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 So this is a uterus. Mm -hmm. These are the ovaries. These are where the, the eggs are. Okay. And this is the fallopian tube. Right? Okay. And this is the uterus. Wait, didn't you just say the things on the end was the uterus? This is the ovaries. Oh, okay. Ovaries, mm -hmm. fallopian tube, uterus. This is the lining, the endometrial lining, mm -hmm. right? And when I say you have endometriosis, it can be growing here, it can be growing here, it can be growing here, it can be growing here. But this is the endometrial lining. This is the vagina. Mm -hmm. And this is the opening. Mm -hmm. See? More. Oh. oh, sorry. This is the cervix and this is the vagina. Oh, why did, go to the other one. No, the, <laughs> the cartoon one. Good. <laughs> so this is the cervix. So. Wait, why gonna... is there so many more words here? Because this is more detailed. Okay. But you need the, the only thing you need to know is the ovary, the fallopian tube, the uterus, the cervix, and the vagina. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And this is where babies are, by the way. Like here. Mm. It grows out and then it grows back down. It grows up and then it grows back down. Anyway. Oh, don't look at that one. <laughs> I wasn't. Okay. Close your eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Is it gone? Yeah. Okay. So that was the uterus. Okay. Right. So the tubes are what connects the uterus to the fallopian tube. And what happens is that the egg is released to the to the fallopian tubes mostly because the fallopian tubes is where the the sperm meets the egg. So a lot of the conception happens in the fallopian tubes and then it moves down to the uterus where it sticks in the lining and it starts growing. So it goes that way. Okay, close your eyes again. Is this the cartoon one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so the the, the the penis comes in, okay, and then the sperm is released. Okay. So let's say you menstruated it from your right ovary, which is this one, right? What? You, oh, you okay. You menstruate. You're basically your body takes turns. Mm -hmm. So one one month it's this side, one month it's this side. Oh no, I thought you were talking about the sperm because oh, I was no. like, how the fuck did it get here? But then come in this way. But I was like, no, okay, no, 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 never no. mind, never mind. So this is where you where you ovulated mm -hmm. this side. So it is release, released, the egg is released, and it is standing somewhere here in this part. Mm -hmm. And then the, 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 the sperm comes meet the ovary here, and it, it's fertilized in the fallopian tube, which is where a lot of endo-ectopic pregnancies happen mm -hmm. when it gets stuck here or sometimes even the the the, the pregnancy can grow outside of the the, the the uterus so it can go from the outside to this part that says fundus mm -hmm. so it can grow here in the fundus but usually it grows here sometimes the baby can grow in the ovary sometimes the baby can grow in the fallopian tube and when it grows in the fallopian tube it's called an atopic pregnancy and your fallopian tube can explode and ruptured and you can die from that by the way mm. but um 
This is usually where it happens and once it is fertilized, then the egg comes down and it sticks here to the lining and that is where the baby starts to grow. Mm-hmm. And then multiplies and multiplies and multiplies and multiplies and multiplies all the way here. Mm. So when my when they say you get your ties, your tubes tied, it's when you still want to have babies, but you kind of want to have an like a, you know, a, a precaution. Okay. So you can tie your tube. So it's basically like a knot. They knot this. And it makes it harder for the sperm and the and the ovary to... I would love for people to see your face right now. Mm-hmm. It is exactly what you think it is. Anyway. So this is where it happens. And then they tie the tube, which makes it harder for the sperm and the ovary to... And the, and the, and the egg to, to connect. And when they say they cut it, is they literally cut all of that. They remove it. And then... They leave the ovary here, so there's no place for it to meet. That's nasty. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but if if I was your doctor, I would just let you die, bro. <laughs> well, this is not. I mean, you sometimes this can be done to save a life. Like if, in my in my opinion, it's like if I had to choose between my fallopian tube and my life, I would prefer my life than my fallopian tube because I can live with just one fallopian tube, mm-hmm. right? But. It's not. Sometimes it's not a matter of life or death. Sometimes it's a matter of like family planning. No, if you get your blood on me, it's gonna have to be life or death. Okay. Well, thank God you're not a doctor, Jay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not accepting that blood on me. I'm so sorry. Well, I wasn't gonna offer it to Mm-mm. you anyway. I'm not even opening that up. Like the fuck. <laughs> no, you better fucking <laughs> MRI scan that shit. <laughs> Okay, so that's the, the second way you can stop having a period mm-hmm. through 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 the cut and all that stuff. And the third way is something that maybe you have heard of, which is called menopause. Sounds familiar. So, do you know where the word menstruation comes from? Probably Greek. Yes, but menses means monthly. Okay. So menstruation basically says monthly bleeding monthly bleeding menopause means monthly stop so basically it literally stops for a month no forever what's the there's no there's no logic behind it it's literally what the word is i'm just giving you the information so you know that it means stop and menopause can happen at different ages and it's basically when your body basically runs out of ovarian like eggs so for example, some women can go into early menopause by the age of 40. Some women can go into late menopause at the age of 60. I know people that had their period all the way to 60. I've also known people that have had their periods all the way to 40. It's a case, like, a, a, it depends on the person, mm-hmm. right? And that's menopause. Do, do you want a more specific definition on menopause? If it has to do with a realistic picture, no. No, it's not going to be a ris- realistic picture. Okay. Me no pause. Okay. Sixteen minutes. Me, so this piss. is from the National Institute of Aging. That was a weird title. I love the National Institute of Aging. We love the National Institute. Me I H. You started reading it. I zoned out, so I might have to read it myself. Okay. <clears throat> Understanding the menopausal transition. Menopause is a point in time 12 months after a woman's last period. That means a year after the last period. The years leading up to that point, 
when the women may have changes in their monthly cycles in the years leading up to that point. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? So 12 months, so one year after the women's last period, mm-hmm. that's one year. Yeah. So they should be saying the year leading up to that point. So after a year from your last period, that is when they consider a menopause, like that you're, you're a menopause. But okay. also there's symptoms to menopause. A lot of women go through hot flashes, which basically like you're so warm and like you cannot go through it. And there's other symptoms. Like my mom says that one of her relatives, like her, I don't remember who it was, but they, they basically went through like severe cramping before their menopause. Some people have it worse, you know, it really depends from person to person. With that being said, it shouldn't go before you're 45. Like it says there, it should happen between 45 and 55. So if it's before 45, I said consider early menopause. And if it's after 55, it means that you're... Oh, this isn't a uh, one of those uh, things the doctors did to you? No. Oh, okay. I'm 21. Yeah. You're halfway there. Congrats. You want a cookie? No, <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Okay, so some of the symptoms, by the way, are hot flashes, trouble sleeping, oh. pain during sex, moodiness, and irritability, depression, or a combination of all these, these symptoms. Girl, where did you see that? Up there. Oh, upwards. Mm. Mm. So. Remember before I ask a question. Wait, let me read it. Some women don't have any trouble with just... any positive symptoms and may feel relieved. Oh, that right there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hot flashes, trouble sleeping. Hot flashes, trouble speaking. Trouble sleeping. 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 Pain. What am I saying? Speaking. <laughs> trouble. That is what you're having, sweetie. Trouble speaking is what you're having. Shut up. Hot flashes, trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Pain during sex, moodiness and irritability, depression, or a combination of these symptoms. That is perfect. Period. Just remember it. Oh. Oh, this was a add-on question, mm-hmm. but I can just ask the first question first. Okay. The first time you had... The first time you had your period, comma, was supposed to be there, how did you handle that? I got my first period at 11 and I was in a trip with my school and my mom and I had had the conversation about periods. I was very prepared. I took pads with me to the trip because I was like, just in case, I don't think I'm going to get it. And at this point, I've already had like the pre-bleedings because you pre-bleed before you get your period. Mm-hmm. So it's not like not, you know, you shouldn't be surprised if that happens. So I, I, she was, oh, nothing. Talk about the next sur- question. I wasn't surprised. I'm talking about the next but, question. <laughs> oh, so what I what happened was I went to to the trip. I went to the bathroom. I just got it for like a ride or something, like a like a roller coaster or mm-hmm. something. And I went to the bathroom, and there it was my mm-hmm. first period. And I went and told the teacher, and my teacher was like, oh "My God." And then somebody heard us talking about it, and then that person went and told the whole freaking trip that I got my first period. Mm-mm-mm. And people went to my room and be like, do you smell blood? And I'm like, God, 
I would not be there. I would be <laughs> you 10 would be miles at away. The other side <laughs> of the tree. I would be like, blood, give me away. Oh fuck? my God. But I I told my teacher I already knew about it. My mom and I had talked like seven times. She taught me how to put in a, a pad, I not a tampon, but a pad. And we talked about it with my teacher and I told her and I didn't have any symptoms because it was my first time. It lasted like 10 days because it was my first time. So it was like a baby period. And then after I got my first period, I got it the next month and then I got it the next month and then I never got it for like five, six months. Mm-hmm. And then I got it again and I asked my doctor, she said, that's totally normal. Kids sometimes don't get their periods regularly because their body's still getting used to the idea of the period. Mm-hmm. But I did get my period at 11. And then a year later, I went into birth control. I think it was a year later. But I did go into birth control like a year because I wanted, I wanted to regulate the fact that my periods weren't coming on time. So that's the first time I had my period. And how did I handle it? I literally already knew about it because I had that conversation with my mom. But stay tuned for a later podcast where we talk about first times and how to handle it more importantly. And tips and tricks for new parents and tips and tricks for parents who don't know anything about periods. So, I thought you was doing a transition to the five-minute warning thing. That was a good-ass transition. Oh. No, you already <laughs> fucked now. <laughs> okay, five minutes. Do you want to do it right now or do you want to ask your question? Okay, we can do the... Um, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to make another question. No, because I already had another question. Okay, but can you? Are you going to ask this one? I will after my other question because I didn't type this one down. I had it in my head, but then I realized your phone was broken, so I was like, "Took point of texting you." Okay, but I had it in my head. Okay, go ahead. Okay, how will? Let's say you're on your period, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a period cramp, right? Okay. But you're in the middle of a fight. A fight? Yeah. So <laughs> would your adrenaline keep you going? Or would you just be like, hold on, y'all. I'm on my period. So And just get your ass beat. I have never been in a fight during my period. I hope I never have to. But I can talk about other instances. Like when, like when I'm on my period and I'm going on stage... I never feel my period cramps because I have so much adrenaline. Sorry, I'm fixing my earphones because I have so much adrenaline kicking in. So like if I'm on stage, I never get cramps because I'm in the, in the moment in the adrenaline. But that is, I, I've never been in a fight during my period. Maybe next time I'm on my period, we should fight. I'm always willing to fight somebody. Okay, so we're going to follow up this question when, when I'm on my period. Okay. <laughs> So, okay. embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, ask your next question. Okay. What the f*** should I tell my cousin? Because my little cousin had hers. She was, I think, 12, not 11 at this time. Once you're younger than me, I don't care for your age. But around that time. Tell my cousin. What the f*** should I tell my cousin? Because my little cousin had hers in a f- funeral. And, I, and she felt like my yassified ass was the first person that should speak. In which I was like, yeah, good on me for being a good and trustworthy uncle. But what the fuck am I supposed to do? Keep in mind, you're in a funeral, so you can't do, you can't do a lot of movement. Okay, so I'm, I needed to readjust myself to answer this question. Can you hold the mic now? So your, your cousin got her period. During, during a, a funeral. During a funeral. Okay. 
and she came up to you, mm-hmm. specifically you, Jay, the co-host of Pads and Tams, yeah. for advice. Yes. And this was before Pads and Tams. Yes. Okay. This was like, she's. I mean, good for you for being a trustworthy. Uncle. I want to say like 2013. I'm, I'm good for you for being a trustworthy uncle, first of all. Yay. However, what did you tell her? Well, she we were sitting right next to each other, right? Because you know you can't do a lot of moving at a funeral. Yeah. I've been and, to a couple funerals. And she was like, JJ, JJ. Mm-hmm. And I was like, may I help you? And she's like, I think I'm on my period. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, congrats. And then she was like, no, I've never had this before. And I was like, okay, <laughs> congrats. <laughs> what do you want me to do about that? She's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just think we should like do something about this because I don't want to get up and like there's a like a bloody pool. And I'm like, girl, you better not have a bloody pool next to me because so, I will scream. <laughs> you would not get a bloody pool from your first period. Well, we did not know this. <laughs> Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you... It's very unlikely that you're going to get a bloody pool from your first period. And if you do, go to a doctor because it shouldn't be normal. Mm -hmm. Like, your first period should be the simplest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Should be, mind you. Like, I'm saying should, not that it will. It should be. Your second period might be different, but the first one, it's totally fine. Um, I mean, there's not a lot to say. Like... uh, uh, because the thing is, I like for for girls, especially like girls between the ages of like ten to twelve, they should have they should already quote unquote know about it. Not entirely, but they should know that it should be coming, which is a is a real problem. Because it, it I think I mentioned it to you before, which it's gonna be in our next week's episode about the culture in India, which is that girls don't know that what a period is until they're bleeding like until their first period and sadly that is the culture in a lot of places like El Salvador is one of those countries where periods are a taboo and but girls usually know about it because it's very common for schools to teach you about periods in El Salvador she did not learn <laughs> just like you with your anatomy <laughs> just kidding Her ass scared me. but um it was it, it, it's not uncommon for it to happen and usually girls are scared for it and they don't know how to apply a pad so that is more on the educational side and the sexual sexual education side of the country and the the world where they should be more education towards that stuff but i mean there's not a lot to say about that like you can like the only advice i would have if this is your first time and someone came up to me and was like i got my first period is like do you know how to wear a pad? Like, do you know how to... Because I think you should start with a pad. So be like, do you know how to put on a pad? And if they say no, then be like, okay, well, we're, we'll figure it out together. And mm. you should, do you know how to put on a pad? I think you told me. Yeah. But then I'm a tampons girly, so... Yeah. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's... I would say learn how to use a pad. Like this is an advice to all parents out there. Learn how to use a pad so you can teach your daughter. And to all the older sisters, shout out to my big sis, Michelle. She taught me how to wear a pad. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What was that? Like a, a, a crowd cheer. 
Why'd you cover it up then? Woo! Let's go. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, Michelle, we love you. Anyway, thank you to my older sister, Michelle, for teaching me how to wear a pad. And then I hope that I can show my little sister, whose name I'm not going to disclose because mm. she's underage, to wear a pad. Hopefully, I can teach her. Her name's Anthony. Padilla. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Anthony Padilla. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I think this is a perfect time to take a break. Okay, so for our five-minute time, we're going to talk about... Uh, I want to talk about choose one person who inspires you, like one woman who inspires you. That's my, a lot. My just choose one. So my woman that inspires me is the beautiful, gorgeous Katrina Gray, who was Miss Universe 2018. She is an inspiration to me as a woman of color, but also the fact that she she endeavors in so many different areas like acting singing and pageantry and she's gorgeous and she's smart so i i think that she's one of my inspirations she's not the main inspiration but she's amazing and i get whenever i get a chance to talk about miss universe i will talk about miss universe so i would say it's katrina gray what about you okay i'm torn between mxm tune and jesse page because I like both of them. Jesse Page for a completely different reason than MXM Tune. I like Jesse Page because like I watched her when I was like sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. When was my first Jesse Page video? I don't know. Did you you have to choose one? But yeah, I watched her. If you're triggered by eating disorders, please skip until minute 33, where we'll be recapping the whole thing. And I and she like had anorexia the same time I did. Mm. So it's like this. That's she's the one. I'm not gonna say she inspired me to end and end my anorexia because that's not what happened. Um, but she did let me know that like. Anorexia is more common than you think, you know? But I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or this was ever an opinion, but I do like MXM Tunes music more than Jesse Page's. Okay. And therefore, as a music person, as a legit musical theater major, I do appreciate MXM Tunes because I kind of grew up with her as well in terms of learning music because mm-hmm. when I learned how to um, like make songs mm-hmm. I based a lot of my songs off of her and Melanie Martinez okay that makes sense so with that we're gonna go to a break feel free to go to the bathroom do whatever you have to do wash your butt please for the remainder of the five minutes which you might just have like one minute because Jay and I were talking a lot but anyway Go ahead, do what you have to do, and we'll be back. That one minute better be washing your butt.
we're back. I hate fuck? you. I hate you. Okay. So, I believe Jay has more questions than the ones I have here. Hmm? Do you have more questions than the ones I have here? Damn. I wonder what George Lopez is going to do tonight. I wonder if George Lopez can go ahead and give me a little kiss, kiss, you know, a little happy ending. <laughs> but I'm not I thinking. Like, I feel like we need to have a George Lopez <laughs> alarm. <laughs> like, just so, like. Just so you guys understand, Jay's obsessed with George Lopez. Unfortunately. The same way that I am obsessed with like 60,000 guys, Jay is obsessed with George Lopez. At least I have set my standard to one guy. <laughs> well, my standard is to... Is dead people. Anyways. Just because I have a black and white <laughs> picture of someone on my desktop, okay? Is dead people. At least my guy, he's alive, he's thriving, he's on a tour. He's on a tour. Yeah. Okay. Well, he does comedy okay, tour. Okay. Well, uh, my 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 guy is Danny Trejo. The fucking restaurant dude. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. No, but uh, we will have a George Lopez alarm, maybe. Tres, dos, uno. George Lopez. I love George Lopez. So okay, so Jay's next question, I will read because I kind of want to read exactly what is here. Okay. Back in June. Should I be clarifying? No, okay. you can clarify at the end. Mm -hmm. Back in junior high, my friend dared me to search porn on the school Wi-Fi, but his dumbass accidentally spelled porn in the text. But we was like, whatever, let's watch some porn. And on YouTube, we watched a video of a mannequin giving birth, and it was very dramatic for us 13-year-olds. But the thing that got me was after the mannequin baby came out, a big-ass pad thing came out, too. What the actual living f*** is that big-ass pad? What is its purpose? Where the f*** does it come from? How is the doctor dude so okay with touching it? Why was that video so traumatizing? You can clarify. Okay. So, in high... Not high school. It was probably junior high. Um, we had... It was me and, I ain't going to say my boy's name. Let's give him a fake name. Anthony. No, I don't like Anthony's. <laughs> um, Lilith. Michael. Morgan. You, have, you give terrible names. Noah. His name is going to be... Um, Wait, that's the name of the guy I like. Is it? Do you want a Spanish name? Pancho. He's not Spanish. He's he's definitely dark as fuck. <laughs> you can still call him Pancho. Panchito. No, he's gonna be Menche. What's the black dude's name? Mario. Marco. Murcielago. Calcetín. His name gonna be Didi. So, me and my boy Didi, um, we we had like this little uh, group chat because you know. Back in the day, in like the cafeteria times, like every table had their own clique, and my table was its own clique. Um, and we had a whole group chat together because that was like our friends, you know. But he was like, Yo, they're talking about this um baby, but like I watch this on um, porn every night or something, right? And that was like, You're a f liar. So, oh my god, I was like, nah, you're just a fucking nah. liar, bro. Um, but he's like, no, okay, keep this long story short, <laughs> please. 
<laughs> I have to edit this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Post edit Amy. He talked about hentai for five minutes. And he's like, no, I'm talking about born. And I'm like, born? Like you watch babies give birth? Okay, so you Googled born on YouTube. Yeah, because, no, this was when we were all in the cafeteria Okay, now. but you Googled born in YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you saw a mannequin give birth. Yeah. But I don't, I, I tried to find the video again, but I guess it was so old now. Like, there's so many okay. other videos so, of a mannequin giving birth now. Yeah, so here's the quickest answer I can give you because your question burned my neurons a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you, okay, so do you remember the picture of the uterus I showed you? Okay, close your eyes. Don't open them? No. You ain't never got to worry about me opening my eyes. Oh, my God. There's actual pictures of actual uteruses on the internet. I know. It's so cool. What? <laughs> I saw my own uterus. That was awesome. That was terrible. Okay. Open your eyes. Is it a cartoon? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this is the cervix, right? Oh, it's so low. Yeah. So, the cervix, what they do is, you, you hear when they say 10 centimeters dilated, so they have to wait until your cervix is like this big in order to start pushing and kick the baby out of the uterus. What? What are you talking about? The cervix. So I'm explaining the video to you. Mm-hmm. So they had to wait until the baby is 30 cent. The, the, the cervix is 10 centimeters dilated in order to open it up and, you know, show for you to push the baby. Okay. And then the baby is pushed out. Usually the baby is born head first, but it can happen where the baby is born feet first and then, you know. I was born head first. I was born as a C-section. Mm-hmm. I was. I know I was born head first because my mama loved to talk about how I had big ass head. You do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when they push it, so uh, I kind of want to show you a picture. Nope. Mm-mm. Close your eyes. Nope. Close your close your close your eyes. Close your eyes. I'm not looking at a real life. It's not a real service. life. I'm t- I'm trying to show you this picture. Hmm. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. It's a child. It's so lumpy. What is lumpy? That. That is the, the p- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, that's the thing? That's that big ass pat thing. <laughs> that's that bitch. <laughs> the it's the vagina. I don't care what it is, I hate it. Vagina. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the uterus, right? Mm-hmm. This is where the baby grows, and this is the this is the, the amniotic sac. Speaking of, since I'm looking at this ugly ass baby, um, does the baby know when it's kicking? No, Damn. it's just like reflexes. Damn. Also, I'm not a medical professional, so don't quote me on anything that I'm saying. I'm literally Googling everything at this person's line. So I know some of the answers, but I also don't know. I want to give you, like, actual information. Anyway, okay. So the amniotic sac, right? This is where the baby stays. Mm-hmm. The sac inside can be urine and collection of liquids and stuff like that, usually there. That is the amniotic sac. It has liquid inside to protect the baby. Then this is the fetus, this is the baby. And then this is the placenta. The placenta is basically like attached to the wall of the amniotic sac, and what it does, it's like, it, it I don't know how to explain it. I know how to say it in Spanish, but I can translate. No, you can't. 
Okay, so the placenta <laughs> is stuck to the amniotic sac. It's stuck to the amniotic sac, and what it does is gives the baby a little bit of stability. And then it also connects the, the body. Um, the placenta is where, like, the placenta is where, like, everything goes through. Like, all the food goes to the placenta and then to the umbilical cord and then to the baby. Right? That's how your mom feeds you through the umbilical cord. Right? Yes. Did you see, did you just see how my stomach sucked in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway, so when you push out the baby, it basically, the amniotic sac ruptures, and then that's where your water breaks because it's amniotic fluid and, you know, the baby's pushed out or whatever. And then when you push out the baby, you still have the placenta and the amniotic sac and the umbilical cord inside, and that is bad for you. You can have jaundice and die. You can have a lot of things and die. Mm -hmm. So you have to push out that placenta. So that is the kind of thing you saw. And the placenta, fun fact, is sometimes sold by hospitals to pharmaceutical companies to use on facial cream and body cream because placenta has a high number of hormones and good things for you that make you rejuvenate. How do we... Can you also can eat your placenta. There are some countries that eat their placenta. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that there are countries and cultures that eat their placenta. Mm-mm. What was my question? Oh. How do babies breathe? They, they, they don't. They breathe through the umbilical cord. The umbilical cord gives them the oxygen that they need and the food and the nutrients. That's why when you, when you are birth, when you start crying, it's your first breath. Mm-hmm. So, technically, we're breathing two ways when you're born? You're breathing through your nose. Then why did, why did my cord Because when out? you come out and they cut the umbilical cord, you start crying. And that is when you take your first breath. Are there nerves in the cord? No. Yes, but you don't feel it. Who feels it? Not your mom. You wouldn't even remember. I feel like I would remember. Do you remember? Yes. And it hurt. Sure you did. Badly. Mm-hmm. So that's the umbilical cord. That's the placenta. And that's what it does. You can actually sub a little bit of the umbilical cord. The umbilical cord is like a universal donor. My little sister's umbilical cord was saved. And the blood from the umbilical cord is saved. And say like in... If... God forbid, I'm not going to wood. Somebody had a disease and they needed a new organ. The umbilical cord can, like, replace that organ. I would love for people to see Jay's face right now. Okay. Any questions? Questions? Concerns? Why was this so traumatizing? Because you were 13 years old watching a birth video, dude. I didn't see a birth video until I was like 17. Really? Yes. Interesting. I already knew what birth looked like, though, because I've seen my birth video. My my mom's organs were on the table, so oh, shout out to my mom. Oh no. Hell no. Did, did I not tell you how C-sections are done? Oh, yeah, you're a C-section. I forgot. Yeah. Still, hell no. I'm not watching that video. I wasn't going to show you. No, like, you, okay. you couldn't pay me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any other questions, Jay? Did you agree to watching your video? Yes. So you, 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 you literally sat there with a fully thinking brain and was like, 
a bloody video of Oregon's gore in a naked me. And my head was, oh, this is how I came to be. And I love my mom. I want to see what my mom and my dad were doing when I was born. My mom, my mom did all the work. My dad was just there looking pretty. Okay, another question. Let me go back to my questions. Oh, that was it. That's all you what? have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you answer the fucking questions? Yeah. All of them. No, you didn't. Which one didn't answer? Which one didn't I answer? The purpose. The Where purpose does it come from? The what? The big ass pad. It's the placenta. And where does it come from? It's okay. So the this egg and the sperm fertilize, and then they multiply and multiply and multiply and multiply until and they get to the other side of the thing. And yeah, until they get stuck. And then when they get stuck, the the placenta starts growing from the uterine lining, and you know, the rest is history. Isn't that a frog egg? No. But the frog eggs, they like group together. Yes. And then they stick to like either a rock or like a leaf. Yeah, that is exactly what it happens in the human body, Jay. We're frogs. Ah, I'm a little tadpole. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any other questions, Jay? Uh, what was the other question? How is a doctor so okay with touching it? How many because years he's a exactly doctor. should, like... Uh, because you're a doctor. Um, no doctor. He went into that profession because he wanted and he's okay with doing that. He, I, 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 I find it hard to believe the doctor was just like, yes, blood, gore, this big ass. Jay, pad. that is literally why doctors become doctors because they're okay with the idea of doing this stuff and they want to help people. No, I just can't see it. Like, Jay, there's it. people in this world that actually want to do that. Maybe you They want don't... to get their hands all touched yeah. up with blood and squishy They're organs. still touch... They're using gloves. That does not get away with your touch sensors. Jay, they chose that career. They chose to do that. It's do you slime. think the surgeon that actually did my did their, his surgery on me was like, I guess I'll become a doctor. When you were... He put you under like that sleeping stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, he probably threw up. <laughs> he's like 70 years old he dude he, he <laughs> i'm gonna text him and i'm gonna ask him <laughs> i i, I oh up. my god okay so are those all your questions yeah i guess okay so are you ready for questions okay okay so this is a picture of the uterus as a cartoon yeah so can you tell why me why is it so ugly Thank you. It's so, like, lumpy and shit. Like, I don't want lumps. <laughs> Do you want to see a pe- Not an anatomy correct one. Just Do you want to see a vagina? One. No. <laughs> I don't want to see any lumps. I just want the outside. So, vagina? No, that's the inside. No. Okay, whatever. Anyway, exactly. so what is this? The egg. No. What is it called? The uvula. <laughs> no. Placenta. No. What did it start with? Oh. Ovula. Oh. Ova. Ova. Ovary? Yes. Over. Very. Ovary. Yeah. Yeah. That's an ovary. Yes. 
Thank you. Yeah. What is this? The the tube. What is it called? The what tube? Ovarian tube. No, it starts with an F. Flagellian. No, close. Flagellin. Fallopian. Fallopian tube. Yes. So, what is this? The ovary. Jiaries. You. You. Yushua. I'm pointing to the uterus. The po- pointing to the uterus. Yes. Exactly. That's what I've been saying this entire time. Okay, what is this? The Covix. It starts with a C. Covix. C E. Cvix. Cervix. You're Cer- Cervix. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. And what is that? The lumpy part? This Yes. What is this bottom part of the model? Underneath the cervix. The uvula. It says the V. I said it like three times in the last ten minutes. What? Var. Ja. Na. Not Virginia. 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 Vargina. That's not what I said. You said vagina. Vargina. It's vagina. We're saying vagina. 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 You're saying vagina. I think that's just my southernness. Okay. Because we're doing the same word. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um. Next question. Dumbass. Oh my god. So when does your body stop having periods? At forty to fifty-five. Yeah. 40 is early, though. Oh, 45. And what is it called? Menstrual pause. Yeah, basically. What is another way you can stop having your period? Tie the tubes. Or? Get the tubes out. Cut, yeah. Yeah. Or hysterectomy. Yeah. Okay. So, that question is very subjective. Okay, so what would you tell someone if they got their first period? Don't get the blood on me. <laughs> advice, advice. Do you know how to wear a pad? And how do you wear a pad? By he's about, to, he's pad, about to throw up. By buying the pad. And read the instructions. <laughs> okay, well, there's no instructions, but that is a great question. Okay, so what was the big pad that came out of the vagina when you saw that video? Oh, the big ass pad? Mm hmm. Larynx. Plam. Plam. Besopluma. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> placenta. Yes, the placenta. You mm-hmm. wouldn't pass a test if I wasn't giving you the answers. Yes, I would. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Actually, you. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Anyway. The second COVID hit, we just had a group chat for oh everything. <laughs> so this is the end of the podcast. Um, I'm very thankful that Jay was able to ask questions that are relevant somehow to periods. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm very irrelevant. I'm with the times. I'm with all what the cool kids do. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to us. That's what the people, the cool kids never did, we, never called themselves I would like cool to kids. apologize beforehand if the microphone is not good. We had some issues with my phone and we had to record in one microphone. We did. Yeah. Well, we are. We are. We still are. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's the end of the episode. Oh, no. Gone so, so soon. I'll miss you. I'll miss you more. I'll miss Bleed. you most. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jay, do you want to say anything? Um, oh, it's just time for my countries? Yeah. Just saying goodbye. Can you please say goodbye to France? No. Goodbye to... Just because you said that, what are the countries around France? <laughs> Directly around You mean France. England? Is that the one country surrounding France? Portugal. France is in... Germany, Countries Spain, France. Okay. okay. Uh, good night to Belgium, Germany, the Netherlands, Manchester, Liverpool, Bath, Spain, Madrid. Madrid is a city. Valencia. That's also a city. Palma. That's also a city. Italy. Yes, Florence. That's also a city. Milan. That's also a city. Switzerland. Berlin. That's also a city. Italy. You already said that. Oh, Morocco. Okay. Algeria. Okay. Tunisia. Mm-hmm. Let's. Good night to the Canary Islands. Good night to my Hawaiian community. Ozuri. Because we never talk about the Hawaiian community. We will eventually. Iceland. Love my people in Iceland. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where this is, but Oslo. Oslo. That's. Dude, that's. In- <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oslo is a city. <laughs> good, good night to all of them. We in Sweden, in Finland. Saint Petersburg is real. You didn't know that. I thought it was just like a song off of Anastasia. Saint is a Mr. Piano Man. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are very thankful that you guys are joining us yet another week. We really want to wish you the best. We really want you to be safe. Please, please, please go follow us on Instagram at Pads and Tamps. And please stay updated with our information. We will be sharing more stuff there. Also, I would like to once again raise awareness to this, towards the subject that is period poverty, which we will be discussing in next week's episode. Mm-hmm. But also, please go check our Instagram post about it. And please, please, please educate yourself on the situation that are happening around the world with that being said we love you so much please stay safe healthy clean wash your butt wash your butt please wash your butt and sending you all the love in the world is amy and jay bye-bye <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pads and Tamps. We hope you enjoyed it. Please go follow us at Pads and Tamps on Instagram. And please stay updated with us for the following weeks and the following episodes. Seeing you every Thursday at 12 for the next couple months. It's Pads and Tamps. Pads and Tamps is not hosted by medical professionals. Blue Waffle isn't real.